the line at the ticket booth was so long to get in here. Well, it's kind of a hard spot. We are in the very, very back corner of a beautiful place. But you know what? We set a new record yesterday, and while Hambone loves to point out that I fudge numbers, this is not number fudging. We set a kid, <laughs> a kid, we set a record yesterday for 5,000 downloads in a day. All right? So round of applause for that. We are 38,000 downloads in seven days. Which bodes well for uh, the, the lunch meeting I just had with uh, our gal Boyd Gaming. Oh, really? It went yeah. good. Uh, got some stuff in the works with them. They have properties all over the country. We uh, possibly talked about a rump chat tour at those properties. <laughs> they have the Maristar in Kansas City, St. Louis. Uh, of course, uh, Blocks, Mississippi, Louisiana. They've got, yeah, um, besides the ones out here, um, where I else are they at? I think they hit, Boyd Gaming has property in uh, Iowa on the on the riverboat by. No, they couldn't do, they couldn't do the Maristar and Council Bluffs because it was too close to Kansas City and the and the Gaming Commission. Tunica. Tunica. Tunica, Tunica Iowa. Mississippi. It's by Iowa. Did you say two in Iowa? There's two well, in Iowa. No, they they had to they had to. It's not. I just had lunch with Ashlyn. I'm sorry. I'm gonna yeah, believe. Yeah, so shut I'm up, believe, Jesse. I'm gonna very corporate, not Jesse Knudsen on this. But uh, because it was the, the gaming commission called them because it was a monopoly and they wouldn't allow it, so that they, they couldn't yeah. take it, which is crap. Because Council Bluffs. I went in the Maristar and Council Bluffs when I was 19, because I had an older brother who looked like me. Actually, I look like him. I guess he'd be older. Yeah. So um, it's the other way around. I'm not just glad that that guy didn't look at the six foot four height <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah. The only place the guy got busted was uh, in Ames, Iowa, at the college town. But th those guys are literally looking for fake IDs. Speaking of which, we had th we had that happen last night. We had a uh, we had five uh, kids get in trouble for drinking uh, over at the Orleans. Uh, not in our area, but in the casino, uh, which is funny because they they caught them doing that, right, at the Gator Bar. But you know who is buying the drinks? The dads, okay? So, <laughs> but it's, uh, I'm going to give you guys a little tip, okay? If you're in town for a... There they are. If you're in town for a breakaway roping and you are in the 19 and under, don't wear a back number that says 19 and under breakaway when you're trying to, <laughs> to get your dad to buy you booze, okay? Um, that's just a little side note, a little Vegas uh, thought as we go into perf number six. And I want to start off by saying, too, prayers going out to our man, Wade Sundell. Um, he broke his back and is going to have to have surgery. So, And you know what sucks about that is that it was from the grand entry. Yeah. And that's a hot topic. That's why some people don't want to ride in the grand entry because it's happened not uh, broken back, but I mean, there's been injuries because if you watch, and of course you're there, but from the live stream, it seems like when they go to leave the arena, like shit just goes wild. Like horses running into each other, people falling off, stuff like that, you know? Well, it doesn't, people don't fall off. Well, they, I mean, that's they happened. end up on the ground. The last time I can think somebody got bucked off was Patrick Smith when they were doing the intros, riding down, and he posted something like, thank you, Wade, for taking the pressure off me or something like yeah. that, but... They showed um, the YouTube video of Patrick Smith getting bucked off. Yeah, so, but it just sucks that he broke his back and now he can't, he can't win all this money, you uh. know, for for him and his family, and that's what sucks. But you know, the grand entry, it's also it's an honor to ride in that grand entry. A lot of guys love to ride in that grand entry. I don't. He's been riding that horse. We rehearsed it four times, and then we went through what was last night round five. So not counting last, well, yeah, so nine times that horse has done that with Wade. Nine times. So I don't know what caused the horse. I, I don't know. I guess the, the cool weather. <laughs> I don't know. It just sucks that because he did. I, and I feel bad now because I really, really laughed at him. And so did everybody on the back of the chutes and in the seats. But once he went over the saddle horn and that next jump, threw him out and he just he flipped and landed right on his back i didn't know he broke his back i hadn't heard i knew he's getting x-rays yeah so that's official or is that a rump story no no that's this is a real this is a real deal uh what about what about shane proctor how'd his x-rays is he broke legged uh i don't know about shane but it did say on pro fantasy rodeo yeah call the studio kid yeah it's so it said on pro fantasy rodeo that he 
They can't update last night's Pro Fantasy Rodeo until today because they said that Shane Proctor's getting on his fifth round re-ride first today. He'll get on two bulls tonight. If he, But I also heard last night they think he broke his leg, and he was having x-rays this morning. As of 8 a.m. in our 8 a.m. meeting, that's what they said. So uh, I just I hate it. You know, Cody Devers, I think uh, Devers is out. Yeah, uh, torn with the torn pack. pack, you kind of need your pack muscles to steer wrestle. And he's a Northwestern guy. We have in the in the crowd today our yeah. good friend representing NWSU, the great Alva, Oklahoma, Northwest Oklahoma State. Mr. David Pecky is here today. Thank you. Brought me this awesome shirt from a. You great get a lot place. of play in a lot of places. You know that, right? <laughs> Well, what all I do is talk about a quality education for a quality price in the red carpet country of northern Oklahoma. I mean, <laughs> that's not kissing butt, is it? Do you have a, do you do you have a degree, Hambone? Well, you're finally working off all the things you probably stole from campus. <laughs> I didn't steal anything. Like teachers' time. I didn't steal anything but the hearts of a lot it. of young ladies. No. Do you say farts or hearts? Hearts oh. with an H. Uh, so on to something more upbeat. Uh, Two days ago, or yesterday's show, we had on Cor Blund, and he was amazing. Like, what what a cool guy. The day before, we had Chancey Williams, and Hambone did not go to the Chancey Williams concert, and he missed out on a great time because— Because I thought we were going to go Wednesday. Uh, I, I might actually go back with you Wednesday because it was so awesome. I got to give a shout-out to my man Ray Tom. Ray Tom Myers hooked us up. Like, we got in there, we had VIP seating, and you couldn't hardly get in the door. And, I mean, it was that packed. And then we got in, so, like, they took us to the booth. It was so, it was so cool. Because you remember, like, in Goodfellas, when they go into the restaurant and it's packed, and then all of a sudden, those guys come in, they bring out a special table. It was like that. Like, we got to walk through all the commoners, and everyone's like, hey, Rob, I'm like, can't talk to you, going to the VIP table. So we go to the VIP table. And uh, run into Dusty Duba, <laughs> who was just hammered drunk, and he's got a broken arm. And uh, but I love Duba. We've we've been friends a long time. He's like my family. But everybody in there was partying pretty hard, and it was so cool. So we're watching Chancey, and I'm gonna tell you what: for anybody that hasn't seen Chancey Williams, his concerts are awesome. They're not too much to the point where you're like they're trying too hard, but they're like have the perfect balance between like fun. And good music. They uh, his guitar player. He started playing Purple Haze. Like so, they they mixed in a lot Wyatt. of a lot of rock besides just uh, the songs he sings. And uh, holy crap, that Brook can play the fiddle. I mean, and that's the funniest thing. He's like, uh, at one point when he goes, "Hey everybody, you want to hear this girl play the fiddle?" Everybody starts screaming a little bit. He says, "Scream louder, cause she'll play the shit out of that fiddle," and she did. Uh, so we're sitting there, and then Ray Tom's like, hey, do you guys want to go behind stage? And this is like a dream for me because you yeah, know I, I like rock and roll stuff. So we go behind stage, and we're sitting in the corner. We go back through. Uh, they had full catering, and Garrett Yergin started eating cheese sticks out of the, <laughs> the <laughs> like the warmer thing. I didn't have any. I wanted, I wanted to have a cheese stick, but I, I never did. Garrett did. That's what I said, not me. I did not touch any of the catering. But you know, it's so funny. He's got that song, Rodeo Cold Beer, which is about like lukewarm beer. Of all the stuff they had in there, he had a box of Keystone Light beer. <laughs> it was lukewarm. And uh, Flint Rasmus was on the stage with his daughter, Shelby. And they're in the corner. And Flint's like, I, I don't know what, he's like watching the board or doing something like pretty official. And um, so we, we watched for quite a while from the stage. And Flint says, here in a minute, we're going on. I'm like, I didn't want to do it because I don't want to be that guy, kind of. You know, like, I didn't go to Chansey to get recognition. Or, you know, it, what am I trying to say here, Hambo? I didn't go I there. I went there because I wanted to watch him. But Flint's like, we didn't want to steal, like, like, hey, I'm here and be the center of attention yeah. when it's not your time. No, it's it's I, it was Chansey's deal. But so anyhow, Flint, uh, me, Garrett Yergin, Tugdus, uh, Flint, um, John Harrison was with us. He's like, we're going on. I told Flynn, I go, no, we're not. He is bullshit, you are. And so all of a sudden, there we are, and he's playing the shout song. Jump up and shout now, a little bit softer now. And then Flint made me go clear to the ground on a little bit lower now. I went clear to the ground, and then Flint jumped on my back and started riding me like a bull, which was pretty awkward. Uh, 
So, d yeah. So, this is show, how was it? You know you make me wanna no, get down and ride like book, Cody. Hold on. No, I you gotta, have to be playing. I gotta get to Cody's part. You gotta part. be playing. Come on. So while this song is playing, our guest today, all of a sudden, while, while they're playing the shout song and we're all there dancing, here comes this this dude through the stands. And, I mean, through the crowd, and it was like a mosh pit. And he runs through the people and just like right through the herd of people, pushing people down. The whole time he's running, he's trying to take his shirt off. And he just jumps up on stage just out of nowhere. And he lands on his back. It was actually probably the coolest move I've ever seen. And uh, he got up and started dancing too. And and today he's a guest on Rope Chat. That's what you get when you jump on stage. It was Chance awesome. It was probably the best thing I've ever seen. I've and never a headache. Seen it was like crowd surfing, but it really wasn't crowd surfing. It was like crowd bulldozing. <laughs> he was just pushing people down right and left, like these gals dressed in their little Vegas outfits. And Cody just knocked them down so he could get to the stage. And Chancey was so happy when he got to the front. I was surprised because I'd never even seen him coming. He jumped up out of the herd of people and just landed on stage, majestic. It was like a beautiful flower, that <laughs> a petal blew off from the wind and floated onto the stage of Chancey Williams. But except for when it floated about this far from the stage, then it went whop, okay? <laughs> but but uh, I guess we should go ahead and intro him so he can maybe try to get his... Yeah, uh, we'll bring them both up side. here. Yeah, let's get him on here. So uh, our uh, guest today, this guy, uh, well, he's one of the other Swiss Army knives to the rodeo business. We'll, we'll say that about him. Let's welcome to the stage Cody Kidd. And son of 11-time stock contractor of the year, let's welcome to the Pete Car Pro Rodeo stage, Riggin Smith. <laughs> <laughs> this one's your song. You are the dancing queen. Okay, so Cody, uh, before we get into your accolades, <laughs> go ahead, grab that there, Riggin. <laughs> the dancing queen. Yeah. We should just play that and just stare at Cody awkward. <laughs> So, so, do you want to tell your side of the story right now on the Chansey Williams dance? No, it's all Chansey's fault. <laughs> he gave me a bottle of whiskey. Before, at the concert? Yeah. Uh, well, and I, I shoved it. I saw you before the rodeo in the Bareback Riders room. We don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to see what happened, but. Yeah, you saw me before. Yeah, yeah it was good. <laughs> what I want to know is, though, with Cody, like, as everybody knows, I, I'm Snapchat is like the only means of social media that I actually love. Yeah, it disappears. But here's the thing. <laughs> every every Snapchat, if you have 35 people, like you are in every Snapchat somehow. Actually, I'll probably get a Snapchat of you at the Las Vegas Convention Center while you're here. Well, like, that's easy to do. There I'm might big. be more than one Cody kid floating around Las Vegas. That's all I'm saying. If there is, please send money. <laughs> I got two kids at home <laughs> and a wife. What about a... We need uh, to get a DNA uh, test. What was, <laughs> <laughs> what was the deal where you and Tilden were doing in the locker room the other night where you were watching the video and just talking shit? I don't know if anybody knows it. Me and Tilden are 11-time announcers at the NFR. We're just, you know, we're not out there in front of the people. So we're in the bareback locker room, and we announced the bull riding. Every night of the people, the you know, the rodeo at the banquet, they're trying to give them an reward, but they, they <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't give it to us. Yeah, they, they didn't get the bonus. So time. the rule is there's no phones in there. So what goes on in that room? Then how come I got room. a Snapchat of you in well, the room? Well, because this guy named Fred Betcher. I don't know. Yeah, if you know he's kicked yeah. out. He can't go in there anymore. Yeah, he's banned yeah, from he's, the room. He's kicked out. Is he banned for real, or is he just banned from y'all? No, like, he's banned from the room. Well, there's two rules in the locker room, and it's Cody rule kid. number one is Kid and Hooper. Kid and Hooper are in charge. Rule number two, revert back, back to, to rule, rule number one. So do, do you think really you could keep Fred Betcher out? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Guaranteed. They did. He was in the Bronc Riders room last night. Yeah, he couldn't come back over there. <laughs> well, there's a velvet rope and shit, so well, <laughs> stay out. Uh, the, the bareback rider room, that, that might be the most, uh, the craziest room because for everybody that doesn't know, and I don't know if we've talked about it before, after the 10th round, after these guys spend 10 days getting on the rankest bucking horses in the world, after the 10th round, they all bring a 30-pack of beer, and then they fight. They yeah, go no, in there and wrestle. They have wrestling matches. Yeah, it's yeah. Get, it gets on. It's like a UFC fight. Well, it's a bar. <laughs> the shower room is a bar. 
a full yes, bar. That well, is true. not full. How do you I think there's only whiskey. Because I went in there and I saw it. So handbone's allowed <laughs> in the bareback rider room, but Fred Betcher isn't. Correct. Why not? He hadn't took a Snapchat yet. Because yeah. so. there's. He, <laughs> I he wrote the golden rule: you do not bring your phone and Snapchat. The bareback I walked in the other room. day and they're listening to Nickelback. You know. Oh, the, yeah. And What's then wrong it, with it's so. Yeah, it's so funny. Like, and I go. Somebody told him, of course, Tilden just sitting in there taping up, making fun of everybody, and he fires something at me or whatever, and I said, yeah, you, you have no st- ground to stand on. You're listening to Nickelback. You guys are you – but, but no, it's so funny because the rest of them, like, <laughs> like after hearing a minute, they're like, I like, I, I like Nickelback. Yes. Yeah. What's wrong with like Nickelback? It's a great album. <laughs> All right, everybody. How about it for Cody, kid? Thanks for stopping by, Cody. <laughs> we don't talk about Nickelback on the show. Well, I didn't bring it up. Well, I did. We don't control the ox in the locker room. Yeah, we don't we do control the music. everything else. Who runs the music in the bareback right uh, now? It's the toss-up right now of Music Man of the Year between, um, let's see, uh, Bigelow. Cole Franks. And Cole Franks. I would have figured uh, Clayton Bigelow would be that good on the music. He does. It's weird. I ain't going to lie to you. It's different music. Because he says, like, two words. I've never heard him talk. Well, he just he smiles a lot and hits play. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much more we can talk about that room before I get thrown out of there. Okay. <laughs> uh, there's, a, there's a culture that's going on in there. Here's what I want to do. I'm offering to uh, anybody that can get a picture in the bareback rider room, I'm offering up to $20 cash. Just a picture? Yeah. $20 is I got worth five. Lot, is that, so that's no, like, not from you, oh. from somebody else. <laughs> I don't want to. I, I don't want to yourself out. Yeah, yeah so never mind, Cody. I need money. Oh, man. But, you know, Cody, uh, and you've been involved in rodeo deal. Like Hamlin said, we talk about the Swiss Army Knights of rodeo, the people that can do it all. And you've done a lot of it, stock contracted, shoot boss. You've ran music. You do the hiring at rodeos. You do the firing at rodeos. Um, you do a lot of stuff for, for Stay Smith Rodeo. And, and been at, like, you've been, a, you've been there for a while. Right at 12 years with Stace and then. Very first year was with Scotty. Yeah. The first three years was Scotty. That's when me and Hammer were going to take over the world. Yeah, so first time (laughs) I met Kid was in a, uh, I don't know what party it was, Jack Daniels or something. It was a Pendleton party. Pendleton party. Upstairs, Upstairs, 25th floor. 25th floor, the South Point. (laughs) We were in the hallway. And we're in the hallway. Well, we met inside, and then we go out, and we we, we literally went in the hallway because we were both pretty looped up. Tore down. To really get this Vegas. close to each other's faces and talk about how we're going to take over the world of music. Yeah, that's when I was sound guy. I thought we could do it. I believe that we did. Yeah, you left me and I had to do it by myself. Well, <laughs> Carl Stressen <laughs> walks in. We went ahead and told him what we thought, too. Yeah. Ooh. How'd that go? He's not here, is he? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Uh, Robbie. I don't, Robbie was in the bathroom with the gal that he was with at the time. Yes. Yes. Oh, <laughs> wasn't Kristen. This is way, this is pre-Kristen. Yeah, way. I remember the, the first time I actually got to work with you, uh, you hired me for a rodeo, and then you ran the music at Monta Vista, Colorado. And uh, I kind of knew you, but I didn't know you that well. Yeah. And uh, everybody said, man, Cody Kitty's he's a great guy. He's super nice. And so I walked up to him like, yeah, man, it's cool. I'm clowning here. And Cody's like, hope you don't suck. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> like, I didn't know what to say. And that night... Is a night that my scarf from my uh, oh, yeah, my Elvis suit. I was doing my motorcycle act, <laughs> and I went to jump on the bike, and the my scarf got wrapped in the chain. Yeah. And it sucked me off the the motorcycle backwards and <laughs> stuck my face to the back tire at my first Smith Pro Rodeo. You almost died. So that was exciting. As that, JB would say, that, it, it sells tickets. It did. <laughs> that happens a lot of because that happened to Cody Kidd at Stace Rodeo. Wasn't that Stace Rodeo? Coleman, or Texas. Uh, uh, Co- Sosby, yeah, God Sosby, sorry. Yeah, yeah, he gets he gets hung up too in his little mini bike. And he yeah. gets strangled. Things are dangerous. Yeah. So if you're <laughs> you'll have that them big deals. <laughs> if you're north of 290 and riding mini bikes and Elvis suits, don't wear a cape. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't I don't wear the cape anymore, uh, partially because <laughs> um, it melted off. And Cody, I don't know if, if you guys remember any of that, but uh, at Cody Wyoming, I had this great idea for to really soup up the clown act. This is the first time I worked at Cody Stampede. So I thought what I'd do is I would dip my my cape in a camping fuel, huh. and 
right when I would go to jump on the motorcycle, exactly before I'd take off, I had Tuckness. He had a click lighter. So he was going to light the cape. So I would take off, and the fiery cape would be fanning out behind me. And then as soon as I land, the cape was actually um, Velcroed to my collar. So I thought as soon as I land, I'll just rip the, the, uh, the yeah. fiery cape off, and it'll be awesome. Looked good on paper, didn't it? What I didn't realize is how the fast up awesome. in, in flames. By the time he clicked the lighter, uh, that suit was stuck to my body, and I had to stop, drop, and roll. And, I mean, <laughs> I mean, down to my underwear, it was, it was probably one of the better acts I've done. Well, now you know. Yeah. But, uh, so that happened. Um, yeah, but that's so, a bit of a dangerous, but I don't like to brag. So, Cody uh, also is kind of like Cher, to where it's, he had like two or three retirement tours. Yeah. I'm you like, know, because when yeah, I, when, that's how I got with the, the CBRs, yep. was you were retiring, and then... After uh, Ray screwed me on that deal, you came back. Yeah. Bailed him out. Hard feelings. Okay. Uh, sorry. Well. Sorry. Sorry. Hey, there's I'm another thing. They're gone. I'm back. <laughs> I'm still here. So. Just saying. I'm just saying. <clears throat> but yeah. And then. Seems you, to be uh, a trend. You, you went into the uh, yeah. You uh, you have a. Is you still got the store, the convenience store. You uh, got a couple you, of them, don't no, you? No, sold all the convenience stores. You family, yeah, the family sold them out uh, right over a year ago. So. I remember we had conversations uh, about the uh, machines inside of them. Uh, the for real for machines. For real. For real ice. You ever machines. seen those for reals? They're, I mean, you basically all these you peel are off the, their the, head, yes. the plastic cup and you <laughs> pull off the aluminum top and then you stick it in this machine and it goes up and mixes it up. They're called shake. for real. You've never seen them, Justin? They're amazing. If you ever see that in a, in a store, they're, they're, get it. Well, They're okay. very good. Uh, so, anyways. anywho, back to Cody. Yeah. Um, I got Fort Smith. You had Fort Smith, and then you retired. You never even went there. You had it, retired. I had it. I'm giving up contracts, yeah. I mean, yeah. You know. <laughs> but then, here's what's funny, and this is what happens so often in the rodeo business. When somebody on the contract personnel side, such as Cody Kidd, you know, when he bids a rodeo, I got a half thousand perf. I got to have it. I ain't even leave the door. Then when he goes to hire you, Whoa. It's 400 a perf. Well, we got to save money somewhere. we got to cut back. <laughs> I'm like, do well, you really hey, do I that? I, no, I didn't. I don't know if I did it that Yes. Bad. 400? Wow. Have you okay, yeah, it was 400. <laughs> maybe, so I don't know. It was top budget that year. Uh, Lufkin? Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, Mathis. But, but, but Lufkin, you almost, you, you can go for less just because of the midnight rodeo. Midnight rodeo. <clears throat> People have no idea what Lufkin, Texas turns into. I on Friday night. Would this year at Love for a rodeo that doesn't sell beer? At, yeah, <laughs> none. But but all the but all the but all the drunk. concession stands guys are hammered. <laughs> I I want to tell you this. Uh, this Shout was, out Purple Rain. This was a Smith Pro <laughs> Rodeo, but the Midnight Rodeo they have their own stock contractor, right? So all the 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 people at uh, the Lions Club members, they they party when no one's looking. So way after the rodeo and no one's there, I thought, man, I'm gonna go check this deal out. And I go over there, and I got there right in time to see this guy, and he was, he was pretty boozed up, and he was going to get on this horse. And his, mm. wife, or his friend said, don't get on a horse. Your wife is going to kill you. Yep. And because this guy's wife said, don't ride a horse, and he said, she'll never find out. And he got on that horse and went running after his steer, and uh, he fell off and landed on his head and knocked himself completely out. So true story about the midnight rodeo. Okay, serious. Three broken backs has come out of the Midnight Rodeo. One's <laughs> Mike Mathis's son. Pelvis, Kurt. wasn't it? Pelvis. Yeah, one, yeah, two backs and one pelvis. Yeah, it's still pretty major. One yeah, pregnant uh, lady that wanted to run down the middle of the arena after some money, and she tripped and fell. We don't know what happened after that. Um, <laughs> you, a lot of things have happened do there. Do you remember? Our Sorry. insurance there is horrendously high <laughs> for that so rodeo. So Cody's you taking, yeah. Cody's getting girls to run, <clears throat> seeing what girls would, would, would sprint down the arena with yeah. uh, nothing on top. So oh. he's up, it's $500, it a lot of money. 100, 100. Yeah. People are just raising their hand, $500. We get these two gals and they do it. Well, <laughs> Cody has no money. We figured we raised a solid 6,500 in the stands and collected like 60. <laughs> $60 total. Total. Well, hey, you know, a win's a win. And she was mad. That'll happen. 
very mad. But but that's the midnight rodeo. That's not a Stay Smith yeah. rodeo right there. The regular rodeo yeah. is the yeah, night. Yeah, because Stace yeah. got tired of buying bulldog and steers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, they get ready to run on the next morning. There's no steers left. <laughs> one, one year, all the stock we had was just a Kubota and a sheet of uh, plywood. And yeah, Kubota <laughs> and plywood goes well, too. So. Uh, you know one thing I, I want to talk a little bit about? Uh, Smith Pro Rodeos. Um, it's it's a pretty cool deal. I, I've seen a lot of stuff, but you know, I, I think back about uh, rodeos growing up, uh, and I remember when I was little, when I'd see the bad company trucks roll in, and when they would roll in and them doped out red Peterbilts that said "bad to the bone" and expect the unexpected. I remember going, "Damn, yeah. you know, this is legit." So one of the first times I got to watch the Smith crew roll in, I was, you know, sitting in my lawn chair, and, and uh, here comes Smith Pro Rodeos, and they pull in with these super nice Peterbilts with brand-new white Dodge pickups. and the, Racing the, trailer. The road goes on forever, and the party never ends, and this big semi-trailer with flames and a bucking horse on the side. Yep. And when you guys come pulling in, it wasn't like here comes the old circus trucks. When you guys pull into a rodeo with, with Smith Rodeos, it's like they're here. Like yeah. it was like rock star status, and I think I think that's one one of the coolest things. And like I said, we're sponsored by Pete, and he does a good job no, too. No, he does great. Uh, yeah. Pretty much everybody takes pride in what they get to the rodeo in, except for the servies who um, will rent a semi. So they, you know, the rider truck. Yeah, they'll have a rider <laughs> truck with a got a hell of a Jake breaking them riders. Yeah. Actually, a couple of it's funny. Uh, their horse womanizer actually rides in the front of the truck. I don't know if you know that, but you know most most contractors really, really want to look like man. Look at us. We're we're at the rodeo, and yeah. I think that's one thing that you guys do good because you guys haul your own pyro. Yeah. You guys haul your own sound yeah. system. Yeah. You bring your own party. At, was it Lufkin the first year when uh, you guys cooked all those? Uh, what's those things that could bite you when they're alive? Crawfish. Crawfish. Yeah. yeah. Our boy. Broussard brings crawfish to us, so we have a crawfish bowl. But so no, I mean, it goes back, to be honest with you, like in 98, 99, when Stace kind of got involved in them amateur rodeos, and he talks about it in that little series they did with him, and he wanted to change it. I mean, he had a vision like, hey, Bad Company did it. I mean, if that guy's not in the Hall of Fame, I'm going to call bullshit one day. Amen. Because that guy right there changed rodeo, I think. Yep. And, uh, you know, and Stace kind of went after that vision a little bit and kind of spun off of him, but wanted to make it better for the contestant, but also wanted to make it better for the committees and make it even. And uh, when you roll into town, it's like, why hire, you know, we can blow our own stuff up and make cool openings. And, you know, we're buck that horse in the dark, you know, and some of the things that we did, and that's, that's all Stacey's vision. And, you know, we rocked along there for, with Rory and, you know, I, I kind of came in after Rory there and, and kind of just kept, kept pushing and motivating. And we've kind of, hit a spot where, you know, Stace wanted to see these, you know, his two boys kind of grow up and rigging them played football last year and went all, got all the way to the semi-state championship football game and, you know, played fo uh, played baseball and won the state championship in baseball in Texas. And so, hey. He's Which is right. just as hard as football. Yeah, I mean, to you win, know. To win a state championship. In Texas. Yeah, baseball, he, baseball, I would say, is the second most popular sport I was in bad Texas. At, I mean, it's, it's that's right. congratulations Peyton out there. It's unreal. And, hey, he wanted to see his kids grow up and we still got Rylan that's still young and, Doing some things, but uh, yeah, because Stace, Stace, I mean, last uh, when when in high school he was he wouldn't go to a lot of those rodeos. No, I mean, he small. I mean, that's I mean obviously was Cheyenne and stuff. He, yeah, that was our, he was home. That was yeah. our deal. I mean, that's we, awesome. We made a pact to say, hey, you're going to have to go, and I did. And then he let me kind of come home a little bit. And since I've got two girls, and said, hey, but since we're kind of got our stuff straightened out a little bit, it's we're fixing to hit it. Yeah. Again, and it, I, we feel it coming. Comeback season. Well, <laughs> what about Reagan? Like, like Johnny Manziel. <laughs> How old are you, Reagan? 18. You're 18 years old? Yes, sir. Oh, that you, must you're 21. 22. 22. According to South Point. Yeah. <laughs> you honestly don't. Three point you Louisiana. don't look 18. You, you really do look older. <laughs> you back got to, that mustache. Back so to you in the studio. That, that's because uh, we had a beard before we got here. Tilden said that uh, he'd ride better if we just showed up in the stash. So that's that's where we're at now. It's a great mustache. It's, <laughs> it's really working. It's filling in really well. <laughs> it's really working for you. Uh, <laughs> so so since you're 18 years old, so you, I mean, if you think about it, you've been a part of this deal for quite a while. So when you when you've seen your dad and and this big dumbass uh, and all they've done, 
And now you're kind of getting to the age, and we're going to get on to something else you guys are doing here in a minute, but uh, do you feel like that you're ready to, it won't be long before you're going to take the reins and, and Smith Pro Rodeo is going to be doing some cool stuff and, and oh, keeping sure. it going? Like, like I said, comeback season, uh, we're really trying to get it all back. <laughs> <laughs> we really are trying to get it back going up, and now now that we want to be a part of it, it's making Dad want to be back a part of it, yep. making an want to go get new bucking horses and make sure our program's coming up right, spend more time with it. And he fell off for a while, obviously, because he wanted to be with us in our sports because he, he wouldn't miss it for the world. Well, that's a that's a good dad. Yeah, thing. No, right. no, I'm super thankful for it. But yes, yeah. round of applause. But uh, yeah, Thank you. Appreciate it, everybody. <laughs> Not you. <Yeah>. All week. <laughs> but, thank uh, you for listening. But now, but now he is ready to get back into it, so I'm super excited about it. And my little brother, he, he loves it. Yeah. But he's got sports still, and – and my dad won't miss his stuff either. So. It's a family deal. I'm, I mean, like me yeah. and me and uh, Stace coached him. I mean, coached their whole crew in baseball and coming up. We they just got fired. we have a pack to say. You hey, got fired from a baseball coach? Yeah. Hold on, shut up. <laughs> I want to hear this. Tell it. I you got thrown out of game. Yeah. <laughs> Cody got thrown out of Robin's I mean, of all game. of all people, Stace would be the one that would go ballistic, right? Because we've yeah, seen him. No, like I've gotten drug off the mound and stuff, like by my ear and. And we won 17 to 2. The other, the other parents are like, you're all raising your kids wrong. <laughs> Stace is beating Riggin over there in the dugout. <laughs> then I get thrown out of the Rick Rowland. What did you do to get thrown out? I argued a call. How and I knew I was right. How hard do you have to argue to get thrown out of a junior uh, baseball game? <clears throat> Riggin, was he right? Was he right? He, 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 yeah. No, you better he, say he, yeah. He was right. Hey, Riggin, when you're he playing baseball, right. when, you're, when you're, you know, a teenager, and you're with all your teenager friends, and you're trying to look cool for the chicks, and you see Cody Kid rolling up to your baseball game, and you're like, "Son of a bitch, here he is!" I'm like, "Cheerleaders have arrived." Oh, <laughs> stand back, non-believers. That's right. <laughs> Bad news bears. So, did you go to high? Did you go to high school at Athens? Uh, Malakoff. Malakoff. The we cough. Would, we would be in Athens every day of the week. And really, way bigger than we are. Because I've been, I've been to your guys' ranch before. I've actually got to stay in the bunkhouse. Uh, there we've with Frontier Rodeo. We used to stay there before we went to Florida when I was a low to mid level employee with uh, Frontier Pro Rodeo. <laughs> There's and been a uh, lot of those. Yeah. There's <laughs> been a lot of those filters through there. Yeah, you guys, uh, you guys have a lot of times like during the winter on a normal year. Like when I stopped through there, there was a Corco truck there. Yeah, we're there a was hub. a C5 truck there. Yeah. There was yeah. uh, like everybody. Calgary comes. Yeah, Kirsten Vold had a, a, that blue yeah. Freightliner was Fred there. with her then? Or no, that was pre Fred. Okay. That was pre-Fred. <laughs> we don't talk about Kirsten and Fred. <laughs> because I think that's both, another joke in the bareback locker room. There's, there's a Fred question dear, dear mark. Friends. <laughs> it says Fred question mark. We don't know. Fred was still flanking the bucking horses here. Yeah. So, but that's a whole nother. Anyways, long story. That's a yeah. rub shout, Rob. But back to you guys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so besides uh, the one thing I was wanted to get to, what a lot of people don't know is uh, your interest in, in the rodeo business. Do you want some Pendleton? Here. I just had some. Here, have a drink of that. That's good. Whatever. What's that? That's uh, Pendleton and water. It's mm, really good. Yeah. This <laughs> is just water. Have you drink some Pendleton? Of Pendleton is the uh, number one fastest selling whiskey in the United States right now, and we'd like to encourage you to enjoy responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, Hood River Distributors. Well, you, you just dumped or half a cup of Pendleton whiskey in an old Bloody Mary mix. Hello, <laughs> be on stage at Chancey It's a cup. A couple more of those, you'll be back on stage with Chancey, yeah. So, um, they did call me this morning to make sure I made it back to my room. Who did? Chancey. <laughs> he, Chancey loved it. I Even it was when great. you tried to take your shirt off, he was still pretty happy. I do feel bad there. for everybody that's there that got to see the upper part of my body if it's not the best. <laughs> Yeah, quite a few people saw your nipples last night. <laughs> oh, yeah, so bad. Yes, so sorry. what's, the, what's, yeah, what's you what's said Hood River? It's actually Proximo. 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 That's what I meant. Sorry, I just pronounced it wrong. <laughs> Over. <laughs> no, you come to the ranch though. Seriously, I mean, I, I encourage everybody to come to the ranch. And hang oh, out you know with what? Uh, Stace has invited me to the Christmas party. You still do the Christmas party? Uh, not so much for. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, he's just he, a local and, event. In the past, he's in, he's invited me. Yeah. The but rodeo uh, school still goes on every year during Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yep, we got $10,000 check uh, towards Justin Cowboy Crisis Fund this year, so it's a big donation for us this year. And then uh, we have a big colt bucking every year as well. And then if you want to show up on a Tuesday in the middle of the day, you can come too. <laughs> yeah, it's a party then. I and I think um, 
the, the one reason I really wanted to have you guys on here too is at Rope Chat, we like to talk about all the different things. That Sorry. <laughs> There's a knob down here. I want to play yeah, with don't it. Touch it. Just keeps don't touch it. Don't touch it. But, you know. Uh, ADD? How, yeah, my ADD's kicking in. How uh, different people in rodeo do different stuff. And I think one of the coolest things about rigging is that you, you're involved pretty deep in rodeo. And your family's involved deep in rodeo. However, the coolest thing is, besides rodeoing, you've finished at the top of the list several times in the world of motocross. And you guys have really took the motocross to another level at Smith Pro Rodeos. Yeah, no, it's super crazy deal now. Uh, we have like 23, 24 kids that live in an RV park there, and they ride at the house every single day. Uh, the RV park is full, Robbie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No more spare, no spare 50 amps. Yeah, no, yeah, no strays anymore. But uh, so everybody, we ride there every day, and then like when we go to races, we all travel together, and it goes from like kids that are about eight years old all the way up to, you know, there's guys there. I mean, you're talking about kids now that that don't go to school. I mean, they go to school, they homeschool, right? But their parents live there. I mean, they bring these tiny homes in. This is all they do. It's like we talked about on the phone that it's all. I mean, this is their life. So they grow up racing motocross. So how does this all work? It. Like, I mean, because did you guys, uh, one of your pastors, did your dad be like, you know what, Reagan, if you want to practice, we got some bulldozers. We'll make you a little deal. Like, how yeah, did it? Right beside the house. Yeah, how no, did like, it blow it, up it, into it, what it is today? Because Cody sent me videos. And, y'all, when I'm talking about uh, a motocross, I don't mean, like, he's got a couple hills pushed together with a John Deere tractor. I'm talking about bulldozers, earth movers. Yeah. It's a legit deal. So yeah, no. ta- tell us how that whole deal got started. So um, y'all know Troy Lerwell? Oh, yeah. I've heard of <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. So uh, no. when I was in, I was probably four years old, and uh, we're in Ogden, Utah. And I had a bull that Dad gave me called Big Rig. And he wanted to sell it, and I told him no. And then uh, – turned out he was like hey what if i get you a motorcycle instead like we'll trade that out i'll trade you a motorcycle for the bull and well, i was four years old and that bull didn't mean nothing to me so deal troy lerwell shows up at the parking lot in ogden utah with a honda 50 so i rode it around there like for three days straight i don't know if i ever got off of it and then so we go back home whatever i'm riding throughout the year um i turn 10 finally get 85s i go to a race with scotty drennan Bareback rider. Yep. Shout out Scotty Drennan. Yep. Rest in peace. Yep. Um, so I go with them to a race. They talked me into racing. I just went to watch, and th- they gave me a bike and was like, "Go race." Can you just? And sorry to interrupt, but I don't know anything about it. Yeah. So there's but like you just you can enter like anybody can enter some of those. The, is there like a yes? Like a matter of fact, Minios just happened yes. in Florida. We went to Florida a couple weeks ago to Minios, largest, second largest probably. It, it's probably the second. Yeah, second largest motocross outdoor motocross championships there are in the country yeah they have a vet series veterans okay vet series you yeah. can go they have enter. A four, they have a there was a guy plus. weighing 440 <laughs> i got video <laughs> i got video so yeah you can go enter yeah all so you gotta do is have an ama card i don't even know what that you is you don't have uh, to have an American ama card at the race whatever. Whatever. So there's like local races and so i show up to a local race and they're like hey just jump out there and race so i race the beginner class and I, I wasn't very good, but I also wasn't scared of it. So I got in the beginner class. I won my very first race ever. And then it kind of just evolved from there. We went up and up and up. It looks like y'all riding it, huh? It does. <laughs> He's on y'all. Y'all. Yeah, we'll have to post that. Yes. <laughs> send, that send that to Rump. Send that to Fur. We'll have to post that because oh. everybody at home doesn't get that now. But, no, it's like the <laughs> biggest – I mean, like, it is the biggest race in – so yeah, you want you, so you went to beginning beginners? Yeah, so I, I started racing beginner class. So dad always ran skid steer and stuff. We have a construction company, so he builds me a little track in the backyard, and it got bigger and bigger and bigger. And then finally, we we're like, this ain't enough room because we built it right beside the house, like so right in the backyard. And then so we moved it to the ranch and we built a big one. And then uh, so I had a mechanic and his son was my trainer. So when I went to like Loretta Lynn's and stuff in 2018. I, like, stayed in Cleburne all the time because that's where their training facility was, so I rode over there. And then finally we talked them into coming to our place, and so now they moved in. It's kind of evolved. It's called Tapped House. Yeah, um, Instagram, tapped, at Tapped House, T-A-P-T House. Tapped. So when you say trainer, like, you're not talking physical trainer. You're talking about 
You're a motorcycle, like it, a coach. Yeah, yeah, he's a coach. So, like, um, he's won Loretta Lynch, which is the biggest amateur national in the world. Um, he raced pro for years and years and years for big teams. And uh, so when he he's out there, he can hop on a bike and show you. That's one of the cool things about it. Like, he can just be like, hey, hand me your bike, get on it, show you exactly what he wants you to do. Um, so that's really cool, and that's why we kind of fell in love with T- him, I guess. Take us through a – Take us through a normal day, like, because you're still going to these big races. You got all these guys living at the ranch. Like, for, for, for a normal day, when you're training for races, what's that consist of, like, so, from morning uh, until night? Let me set the stage real quick so you'll understand what we're doing. Like, literally, RV park, workout facility, a nutritionist, and a place to go work out. So just think of a Division One football program in your mind, right? Yep. Okay, take over. So, like, when we get up, we go to work out at, like, 7.30. We call it a warm-up. It's not really nothing crazy hard. It's just get your blood flowing uh, early that morning. We normally get on the track by 9. And then uh, we have a nutritionist that will cook throughout the day for us, like, have snacks for us, like, different stuff that we need to get through the day. Damn. It, it, it is, it is crazy. Scooby snacks. <laughs> Crazy to like physically demanding. I don't demanding. like this stuff. I avocados and peanuts and stuff. I like, it's like real <laughs> stuff. Yeah. yeah. And like I, I'm not the best at the nutrition side of it because I've played high school. Yeah, you sports. look like shit. I'm, so I'm, I'm just saying. That's, I, I think so too sometimes. But we uh, so I, we go throughout the day. We get done riding normally around three, and we have like different sessions. So we'll go like on a 30 minute session. Some days we're doing motos where you run 30 minutes without stopping. Like. Do not get off the body. And I, I imagine that's track. why you would need a trainer in physical fitness because that's a lot of dang work. Yeah. Yeah, so no, tell them what your heart rate is, average heart rate. Like 200. Constant for 30 minutes. Yeah. 200 like, was, I was like at 180 last night at Chancey Williams. And then. I was about to die. You try, <laughs> you try to get it where, 200. like, once you're in crazy good shape, you normally can get it back down to, like, where you're sitting around 135, 150. Like, and go up and so down they, from there. So you have a heart rate monitor on while you do yeah. these? And then. Do you, do you have somebody filming? I mean, because it would be hard to be the coach. We have a full film guy that stays out there throughout the week, makes edits for everybody, and kind of, like, shows it off, like, what we did that week. Wow. And then uh, when we get done riding, we have a, our nutritionist is also, like, our trainer, like, our physical, like, strength trainer. So we'll do crazy cardio. We ran seven miles the other day. Uh, not fun at all. God. And, uh. Some days, but sometimes we do fun stuff. Like we'll go, we'll go swim or go mountain biking during the week. And how many miles on the bike? Thirteen. That's fun. Let's just go on a thirteen mile bike ride. Not like driving. Said no one ever. There's jumps though. (laughs) Like there's cool jumps and stuff, but it's still killer. Well, I think you know. I think that's why it's it's fascinating to me because I've, I've, I actually uh, we just bought our son uh, a four wheeler, and if you know. We kind of want him to. Oh, geez. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. That's from a forward. Where'd your so finger go? Yeah. Yeah. Don't show that to mom, bro. <laughs> Never mind. Ashley didn't see that. <laughs> so, well, he's hell on him. Like we tear, we but, tear the hell out of some things around well, there. Oh, I know. I've seen if videos. If it blasts at the Smith Ranch through these boys, <laughs> it's proven. Like anybody can race it. Well, and you know, I, I've always, I've always liked motocross. Like I told you before the show started, Hambo and I. We actually used to party with some motocross guys with uh, here in Las Vegas. We actually drank beer inside of a motocross ramp. Raise your hand if you've gotten drunk <coughs> inside of a ramp. Anybody? Nope. Yep. Okay. Me now. But so we've got to hang out with <laughs> Luke Dolan and, and Jimmy Hill. Matt, and Matt Biden, who's Matt Biden. A, a X Games gold medalist in the yep. step, up. Yep. step up. Step up. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say the high jump, but I knew it wasn't the high but jump. But those in the. Same thing, yeah. Cowboy Kenny. Cowboy Kenny. Yeah, Cowboy Kenny. I mean, that's the transition. You know, that these guys that you see that this motocross track see exactly what we do in the rodeo side, they're they're just they're just intrigued as we are to their their sport. And it's weird how that crosses. Well with over. all the guys that are staying at the ranch, do you guys have a lot of the motocross guys? When you buck horses until then those guys comes down, do your motocross guys go to watch the horse bucking? Oh all of oh, them. Yeah. They all come Do over they love there. it? Oh they, yeah. Yeah, they think it's the craziest thing ever because like in their mind, if they crash a dirt bike, it's their fault. Like, I'm controlling everything that's happening on it. And when you're getting on bucking horses or bucking bulls, it doesn't. So that's Lance Kobush. Like, so he's uh, 250 Pro Sport. Yeah, he's, he's 49 won, national championships. He's won 49 national championships. Probably the, one of the baddest Supercross guys in the world. Well, guess what? So his warm-up jacket that he puts on, 
is NFR jacket from last year. <laughs> oh, nice. Everybody else is going up to the line with, you know, KTM and Yamaha and all their shit, and he wants the he wants the the rodeo stuff on him. So yeah, that yeah. is that is that's so cool the 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 mix of that because I mean in a lot of ways like motocross guys and, and cowboys are a lot alike in that it's it's oh, wild sure. it's kind of dangerous but I, I it w- it's just hard for me to think of a motocross rider thinking. Guys who ride bucking horses are crazy because on some of the videos that Kid had sent me, when you guys are jumping those motorcycles like 30 foot in the air, that seems a little more dangerous than a bucking horse. I mean, that's that's me. Well, what happened to you? I mean, prime example. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Stace. We're going to bring this up. So uh, we're out there, and we're, we just got done training. How old were you? Um, 12, 13? Yes, maybe. Yeah. When we – Bad deal. When you run out of fuel. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I ran out of water, actually. Oh, wa- the, I ran out the, of water in the radiator. radiator. And I was running, like, third at a regional, which is good. That's how you make the national championship. And uh, I was going up a big old step up. It's probably 105 feet. And my bike blew up up the face, kicks over. And then uh, so I threw the bike between my legs and broke my femur, my right arm. And oh, my yeah. gosh. Oh, yes. Checklist. Check water. Check fuel. I got to remember to do that because I got rodeos coming up and I got, you know, <laughs> I mean, I jump like two, maybe three foot in the air. Where do you put water in a motorcycle? I've never. Got a, got a not, radiator. You, don't, yeah. you don't have it on yours. Okay, good. <laughs> 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 Thank God. It has to be above a child's bike to get it. Yeah. But it's crazy. These kids that are motocross racing want us. They think this, our sport is, I mean, it's a, we're drilling junkies, right? I'm not, obviously. Well, didn't you didn't you take a, a Polaris Ranger out on the track and jump it like twenty foot in the air or something stupid? Uh, yeah, and then uh, we flipped flipped a couple of them <laughs> several times. Several times they got great. Ro- By the way, Polaris, I don't know who sponsored you guys, but great roll cages. <laughs> nine out of nine every time. <laughs> Never cracked one yet. They're not yet. <laughs> they are now. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean it's 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 kind of like you know you see you know what Rocker did with you know we're we're sponsored by Resist All and. Made the motor, you know, made the wakeboarding deal a crossover, and we're trying to do the same in the motocross deal because, hey, it's the same fans. I mean, everybody wants to you know, stream sports, stream sports, and so like when we yeah. sent uh, all of our kids to Loretta Lens uh, last year, yeah, last year, tw- yeah. we had twenty-two, I think, kids make Loretta Lens that lived at our house, and that Loretta Lens is crazy hard to make. Like if you make it, like it's a big deal, and they all will resist all hats. Resist all sent us twenty-two uh, uh, straw hats. Wow. Nice. So all the kids from the ranch were all walking around in so hats. So is it a team, though? Do you have, I mean, is it Smith Racing or something like that? or? So we have a team, and it's not really our training facility. Like, that's the team. Um, you have a team of uh, two or three guys that all travel together and work out together just while they're on the road, and that's like your race team. You kind of ride the same bikes and stuff. But Hashtag Honda. Thank you. Honda. We call it STR. SDR racing. And so that's our race team when we're on the road. And but like the Tapped House crew, that's like like more of a family thing. It's like you're home, that's who you're with. Like you support them, you're with them all the time, obviously. But when you're on the road, you kind of stay with your little group, I guess. Because you all race different stuff, and you're all going to go to different races. It's not like you're always all at the same place. And races are kind of like, like high school rodeos where the, the families all come. You put up tents. Oh, yeah. You know, tailgating. <laughs> Your all-day events, you yeah, know. It's, it, it's like a, it's, yeah, that's yeah. a good way to explain it because it is like a high school rodeo. You show up, you got your, your crew there, you, you camp out. Now, when you start start going to the Supercross races like AT&T Stadium and Yeah, it's those, different there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're, we're going to be on concrete, thank God, and, you know, pull in. Do you guys stay seven days. You're not allowed to have fun. Do you guys <laughs> ever take your big tag trailer, the, the, the for, no, for if you don't know, their, their tag trailer is awesome. It's an old NASCAR trailer. And it's fully wrapped, says Smith Pro Rodeos, and in the back, that's where they haul uh, all their stuff, their feed and, and speakers. And But the front of it's got living quarters and it's got an yep. office. It, it's pretty cool since you got all those semis for stock contract. You guys ever hook the old Pete on to the big race trailer? So that's the new race that's trailer. That's the new race it's trailer. It's wrapped and redone. Oh, so the old TAC trailer is the new race trailer. trailer. Yeah. It's going to be our team trailer, yes, sir. That is awesome. Yeah, so it's going to be uh, – That's it's in the matter of fact, it's in the works right now to get that deal completely done. 
So what's a rodeo again? An old steel 1970s. Yeah, we're going to go back to the old cargo trailer. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, I so sat in that cargo trailer in Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah, cargo, a lot uh, of whiskey. Sundowners kind of helped us out on some things, and so we had a couple of those trailers coming back. Cool. They're all completely wrapped, and so. And I think that's one thing that looks cool in the rodeo business, and probably the same in the race business. When you roll in looking like as good as you can. Yeah. When you have a, a slick rig. I think it, it adds a lot. It really does. I've had two yeah, or three committees that were hell-bent, like, are y'all going to bring that trailer? Well, yeah, we're going to bring it. And, like, one year we did, and like, why don't y'all bring that trailer? Like, whoa, we're here to put your rodeo on, too. But they want to, <laughs> I mean, they, they call some of them call it the devil's den because there's a lot of things that happen in there. In that trailer. There's a lot of things written We can't even talk trailer. about that. You can, well, yeah, we're not even talking about that. So, yeah. anyways, <laughs> long story short, it's all good. The devil's den. <laughs> Okay, I'm back. <laughs> got caught up there. Well, man, so, that's uh, pretty cool. Uh, going back to rodeo side, do you guys, uh, you guys got anything out tonight? Uh, well, we talked about it a while ago. It's uh, Sundale had um, had top hat, oh, and we're retiring man. top hat tonight. We were. Oh, so, uh, and the pr- she's gonna go in the first re-ride uh, for tonight, and then we're gonna see what's gonna happen. We uh, they held her to the sixth round to put her out, and then retire her right after. Uh, after she bucked tonight, and so that all shout out to Sundale. That was going to be a pretty fitting end to her career. She's been one hell of a mare, and and uh, finally going to get to go home and just have babies. And so uh, we're going to retire here, but hopefully we'll, she'll still have a trip. And well, they're going to work some things out hopefully, and if it all works out, we'll get to see her for uh, for the tenth round. Yeah. So yeah, that was going to be pretty good with with Sundale on her. But yeah, that was, that was a bummer. Yeah, that sucks. That for, so. Yeah, on all parties, that that's too bad. But uh, <coughs> yeah, what else, Rump? There's something else that we were going to talk about. Uh, this is what happens when we don't show a plan. What? Exactly. Yeah, show we're, plan. Yeah. We're on day number six of NFR, so we're starting to run down a little bit. Because like like we talked about the other day, you know, the first weekend, Thursday night. Oh my God, it's NFR night number one. Yeah. yeah. Friday night, let's party. Saturday. Oh my gosh, it's Saturday in Vegas, and Sunday everybody leaves. And yeah. then the new crowd starts coming in on Monday. That's what we talk about all the time is because, like, you start and a different set of committees come out. Oh, yeah. It's their first night. You're here, like, the fifth night. Yeah, you don't want to party anymore. And they're like, you get a phone call. Hey, can't wait. We're going to be in Vegas at 3. Let's party. And you're like, no, I don't want to anymore. Hey, Chancey Williams playing downstairs after the buckle ceremony. Are you going to go back to Chancey tonight? I, can, I don't know if I can do it. You don't know if you can do it? I think we're going to be out there Wednesday night, night. take a night off, come back Wednesday. That's what I – I'm not going to watch a movie and get my pizza in my room. Yeah, That's probably be good for for your health, Cody. You might want to take a night off. I think you look great, though, today. Thanks. For for everything you went through. (laughs) Do you have to drive Cody around? He is going to drive me back here in a minute, yes. (laughs) (laughs) He's the official driver of Cody Kid. Let me ask you, too, are you ready to be like, you know, are you just going to – start telling your dad more and get like with committees and stuff because you got to start developing that relationship and of course you it's not like you haven't been around or anything but you you know but uh you know the lufkins or monta vistas and the Ogden. gunnisons and ogdens and stuff like that cheyenne Amarillo, obviously cheyenne ogden you know um are you going to start like going to meetings with them stuff like that to kind of you know so, develop uh, those relationships so we really started that this summer so i stayed with cody for a month straight I should that. feel bad for me. Yeah, um, I anyways, do. I'm sorry. But every committee meeting we had, I went with him. I go in there, just listen, and I feel like if that's a thing I have in my advantage, I'm not a shy person. I'll talk to people, and my dad does not like to talk to people. Hashtag me. That's, this is Cody's <laughs> job. <laughs> so in that sense, it's more trailing Cody, I guess, to go talk to committees and everything and really work stuff out. But I really think that I'll be better than him at that. I'm yeah, not, but I'm not knocking. Your dad's really a pretty sure. intense guy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but I, I, the one thing <laughs> I really no idea. <laughs> yeah, I said I have not that's seen, seen, and I never want to see the worst. <laughs> Don't. Of it. And but that's kind of what I like about Stace. Like, where a lot of guys, they want to be right in the middle of the action. Hey, everybody, look at me! Look at me! I'm on the back of the shoes. I'm this. Like it's so funny at San Antonio last year, you know, which last year, <laughs> still a big rodeo, even though with COVID we had to have it in the old Coliseum. And all these hey, shout out to them though they had a rodeo. So. Thank God they did. Sure. But all the other contractors that are there, boy, they're on the back of the shoots and being seen. And not Stace, he's out in the parking lot having a cigarette and drinking a Corona. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. I go, what are you doing out here? He's like, I ain't going in there until last minute. Like, because yeah. I mean, he just he just wants to hang out, and, uh, and yeah. he, like you said, he goes, I don't want to get tied up in that. I just want to buck these horses. He truly, I mean, like at the end of the day, he truly loves bucking horses and bull, you know, bulls, but just wants to see these guys do good. Yeah, I mean, our our whole mentality is, and I ain't speaking for him, but like it literally is, just wants to go and raise good bucking horses, buy good bucking horses, and. Did you guys get anything bought out here this year at the sale? I think we bought two. Yeah. Bought another one from Uthier. You know, those horses kind of produce. You know, one of them was here at Utopia uh, in the bareback riding. So, yeah. you know, it's, right. uh, it's, uh, it, yeah, you can spend all the money in the world or you can kind of keep on coasting and raise your own or however but you want to do it. But but that's kind of where he's trying to get to. Like, it, at the end point is where it's all on us. It's not really we're having to go buy bucking horses. It all comes straight out of us and then try not to sell them to people at all. Yeah. Yeah, we try to want to keep them. <laughs> yeah, we tend to sell them sometimes. You know, I uh, I uh, very gracious towards your dad because, you know, in this business it drives me nuts. You get tagged. It's a very the rodeo business is so small minded, and most of the time, because because the Survey family helped me get my start. Nobody in this business has started by themselves. Everybody had help. Oh, Not okay. one person can say I I did it on my own. Survey family helped me. So then I, I, you know, forever tagged as a survey guy. And I hate that because I'm a Witt and Gus guy. I'm doing this for, for support my family. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. They make their own decisions. But your dad was, um, you know, it, it was when he hired me to go to Jackson was my first time. And I was nervous as shit because I wanted to impress him. I wanted to let him know that, hey, I'm cool. You know, I, I do a good job in, in, and I, w I would love to work your rodeos. And I earned my spurs, one, because he made me stay with T.J. Corco. There you go. Ouch. Um, That's rule number one. I was complete initiation. Yes, I know it was. 100%. Uh, yeah, That's I should have said initiation. And and the stories I can't tell, that's a one yeah. for Raw. Yeah. Rump Chat Raw. But um, after that rodeo, it was right after that, and, and we, I went to Kansas City. I went to Mesquite multiple times, tried to hire me for the whole run. The, the, I mean, Monta Vista, the, all, yeah. the, all the whole run, yeah. but uh, I, I couldn't because I had other rodeos. Yeah. But from that day on, and then when I, after I won the, um, the first time music director of the year, I saw uh, in the, that night after, or the next night after the rodeo, you and Stace come up, and Stace gave me a big hug and just told me how proud he was of me. And that meant a ton to me because, again, you know, oh, you know, uh, Servies or Stace or Benny or, you know, it's all this, yeah. which is stupid. But um, it meant a lot that he did that. And and just by him hiring me, I knew because he's not going to hire if you don't, you know, if you don't produce, Stace is not going to hire you. Yeah. I don't care if you say I'll work for 50 bucks a perf. He'd, yeah, he'd no. rather pay a guy good. Yeah. That's he'll, good. He'll lose money on it. Exactly. Make it good yeah. for everybody and else. And so that was, I, I don't know, I kind of kudos to your, to your dad because that, that meant a lot to me that he did that. There, there's one thing about it, and I'll say it till I mean – love every contestant i love you know contract personnel but if it's not for our committees we don't have a job mm -hmm. amen if exactly. it ain't for ray's tire shop down the street give them 250 bucks so give that committee so they can pay us to be there and i think we 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 lose sight of a lot of things like that because i'm telling you without our rodeo committees we we we're not cool we're not, I mean, as tough as you, you say, we're like, nobody gives a shit. I know that more now than and, ever in my new, in my job at San Angelo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, which, by the way, you still have the record for the loudest concussion bomb in San Angelo Stock Show and Rodeo. They told me to blow it up. I tried to blow the roof off of it. The year that the first since shootout, they, yeah. they produced it. Yeah, we produced it that one I, I'm time. I'm pretty sure he loosened some nuts in that roof. Yeah, but shout out to our uh, rodeo committees, though. I, I got, mean, I got so. one more question for you, Reagan, and it's a very personal question. You don't have to answer it, oh. but this is Rump Chat. How many speeding tickets has Stace Smith got over the years? Because <laughs> I rode with him one time when I was right when he well, first started. He was going 85 mile an hour in a 35. Ask unapologetic. The ask the question this way. How many has Stace had and how many has this jackass had? Oh, is that genetic? <laughs> you and your dad are both bad about getting speeding tickets? Oh, for Horrible. Sure, for sure. Uh, what? Horrible. Well, if it goes 100, say you got a truck, you just bought it, it goes 102, well, that's how fast it goes. Well, you go that fast. <laughs> and then you see blue lights, you slam the brakes. Literally stopping time, maybe. Everybody in the entire company is on one insurance policy, right? Besides Stace. <laughs> really? 
He's on the he's Me on too. the worst insurance policy in the history. I mean, we spent more money on insurance for his truck for him than we do the whole entire crew. Because he told everyone <laughs> last week. Gulf Shore and everything else. <laughs> well, and then you got Hill coming up. Obviously, it's genetic because it's strong. Because I mean, look at that mustache. There's no DNA testing needed. That this is yeah. Stacey Smith's son. <laughs> you're, yeah. like, you're like a clone. Seriously. Yeah. So yeah, that's your uh, question. Without the cigarettes. Way. Yeah, a bunch. Like, more than we could count. <laughs> <laughs> like, when they pull up, pull your dad over, they've got to know him by now. Oh, it's just, see that white Dodge? Hey, sometimes, sometimes he's been pulled over enough, like, he can just be like, hey, you can, like, It lick works you. in your hometown, but don't work 2,000 miles away. <laughs> and then it doesn't help. Like, he doesn't help the situation sometimes. He's like a lecture me or give me a ticket, don't do both kind of guy. And... <laughs> And doesn't work in his favor often. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, it's funny how that works sometimes. <laughs> but shout out to Keith East, our pilot, though. Thank you, Keith. Thank oh, you, Stace, for the airplane. Keith. Thank you to my pilot, <laughs> Jim <laughs> Riddles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a, a plane. My current plane is uh, not existing. But <laughs> you know, you, you'll see our. We, you know, we got a. He's flies too. Stace does. Yeah, I mean he's 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 one of those guys that's got a lot of stuff going besides just a ranch. I mean Yeah. Gold Shore, I mean, his primary business is, you know, puts fiber optics in the ground. That's fortunately enough that shout out to Levi too, because you know Levi's Levi the boss. He's a uh, big part of our rodeo company, but he's also a big part of Gold Shore. And yeah. The, sure. Those guys there's a lot of guys out there working every day that help let us spend their yeah. money, I guess. Yeah. So there's guys working at home right now that are digging ditches and they're a badass crew yeah, that money, work money hard. Money grows in ditches. You just got to dig them faster than everybody else. So, some of the people that work for y'all are at home working their tails off and others are jumping on the stage with their shirts off in Las Vegas. I so got reminded of that this morning. Enough. that. We, yeah. yeah, that was always a confusing so, thing. Yeah, you're on the clock. Levi would call to hire us and then Cody would call to talk to you and then <laughs> Levi. Yeah, like, it's, it's. Who am I? <laughs> Yeah. What's going on here? Well, I was that's been I took a little bit back. of leave. Yeah, about a year and a half, a year and a half leave absence. But it is, I thought my family was going to really give me that whole check, like when we sold them stations or whatever. It didn't, didn't happen. It didn't work out that way. Ooh, <laughs> fight family. Family's always great to do business together. Isn't like yeah, fantastic. That's how. Uh, that's why the Rumford Rodeo Company. Oh wait, yeah, we <laughs> went away. Yeah. <laughs> Made what? it from 1946 to 2005. Hey, but uh, hats off to you guys. Y'all guys are kicking ass, though. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Hey, you get us into an audience that that probably have you know never heard. I, matter of fact, I was flying home from uh, uh, from Ogden, Utah, and a guy was sitting beside me, and uh, he obviously he was eavesdropping on my phone. And I pulled up your podcast to listen to on the way home, and he said, "Hey, you listen to that?" I was like, "Yeah." He said, "Man, those guys are kick ass." He said, "I know nothing about rodeo." I thought that was cool. I mean, really? of all places, well, right there, right at Salt Lake, matter of fact. And awesome. And that's why I hope uh, I want to make time to come down there to the ranch. To yeah. I want to spend a couple days with the uh, with the motocross guys. I want to bring because actually my my little boy likes he he sold kind of the same story. We sold his horse. He wasn't really. My girls are die hard, and Bandy he likes to ride calves at junior rodeos. But he wasn't in the horse still, so yeah. we sold his horse, and, and he loves that four-wheeler, and he, he's got jumps, and he tears around on it. So I, I want to— dangerous, I, I'm telling you. I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying to save you. I want to—maybe <laughs> we should get— I know. I, uh, maybe we should get him a motorcycle. We'll give the four-wheeler four to Gus. I just got Gus uh, a few months ago, my son's too, and the little uh, plastic wheeled one, the only one wheel that goes at Walmart, like oh, 60 yeah. bucks. Yeah. Yeah, he's a terror on that in the living room. But we, we definitely, we've <laughs> got to make time to go down there. It goes 0.5 mile an hour. Oh, there's three, there's it is a good time. four tracks now. So there's like a little bitty beginner, and then there's one beside the house, and then super well, cross tracks over the there. You should stop. Kid, kid, uh, what there's no free R RV plugs, though. What? <laughs> yeah, we'll save you one. What? Yeah, not for RV, just for me. What? Sorry, Karate. So what would you charge uh, to help my little boy around the track one day? Three ninety nine. Three ninety nine. There it is. If you get Can off the four wheeler, though, I'm not helping. Him no, no, we'll we're gonna sell the four wheeler. Actually, if you like a Kawasaki really? hang ninety, on, hang on. You just charged Rump for his, you're gonna charge him. To he says free ninety nine. Oh, free ninety nine. Sorry, it's alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you just said three ninety nine. I was like, but uh, <laughs> real quick before we finish up, I want everybody out there listening to go check out their their Instagram because I know the one is Tapped House. T A P T. House. Tapped House. Uh, the videos on there are amazing. Um, I've watched 
a Dylan, ton of uh, what's it? Dylan Lunsford films. Dylan Lunsford films. How do you say? Dylan Lunsford films. Dylan Lunsford. Lunsford. It, it'll be tagged on Tap House. It'll be tagged on that. So tag us on that because yeah. it's a cool place and the, the videos are absolutely amazing. So um, I tell you what, it's about it's about two oh four. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wrap we things had. up. And uh, but thanks to you guys for coming. And uh, it's we a really pleasure. appreciate it though. And Thank we'll you. see you in the Bareback Riders room. And we will see you tomorrow, <laughs> Chancey Williams. Cody Kiss. That's right. Uh, yeah. You hey, got a day to get ready. Guys, thanks. Thanks. There are 8,000 people. Guys. We lost a few people, but there's only 8,000 people here right now. So uh, thanks for coming. Uh, Pendleton Whiskey. Pete Car Pro Rodeo. Sponsor. Thanks, Pete. Pete, uh, Pete will be on here tomorrow. Yeah, Pete Car tomorrow. Pete Car. Down here tomorrow talking about fucking horses. Yeah. 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 All right, we'll be back tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Thanks, everybody. Please forget my past. The future looks bright ahead. But don't be cool. You are true. to stay Don't be cool To your heart that's true